In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we're going to talk about uh, what I like to call weight management. Now, I know a lot of people out there be like, management? Um, there, there, there's a lot of talk around weight loss, and I think there's too much emphasis on loss, and people, it just, just it, I think, I for me, it has bad connotations to it. Weight keeps so finding we're, we're, me. We're just going to talk about weight management, how to manage it, and, and that's, I, I mean, honestly, you could you could apply this if you wanted to gain weight. <laughs> I mean, really, there, and and uh, we'll get into it. But anyway, we're talking about weight management, and as usual, uh, we're giving away free stuff. Hang in there, folks. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We're here with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Once again, welcome back. Welcome back to you, Matt. That is Matt Fox, the other voice you hear. Hello. We're here in the podcast, Your Voice, Southfield Studios. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. a Monday evening as we're recording, uh, just after 8 o'clock. Just... So uh, for those of you listening on audio, we can always join us because every recording uh, we do on Facebook Live. Yeah. On my Facebook page, Motor City Hypnotist. So uh, go over there and like me on that page, and then you'll get a reminder whenever I go live. Yeah, Monday Night Football hasn't started yet, so you have no right. reason to yes, not. Yes, exactly. And, and yes. even if, you know, even if it did, you know, you're only going to miss the first five minutes. Or, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's only know. it's only the last two minutes of the game you should really pay yeah, attention well, to. Well, especially if you're watching the Lions. <laughs> God almighty. Not too soon, man. Nope, not even. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, you know what? That, I, I got uh, a couple of points on my fantasy team. For I, them, I so. have <laughs> for the Lions. The, the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I know. S O. I know. S O. Uh, oh, da, 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with yeah, you? Yeah, that's that. The, the slogans of Lions fans for my my lifetime. So anyway, right. we'll see what happens. So anyway, we're here again. Southfield Studios, Podcast Your Voice, and just, uh, I haven't thrown this out in a while. Anybody out there interested in doing a podcast? Yeah, why not? Maybe there's something, you're, you're into something, whatever it is. Talk about it. I'm telling you, if you go on to iTunes or Spotify or go, go on to a podcast platform, there are thousands and thousands of podcasts. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say, if your plan is to just start a podcast and make a bunch of money, mm -mm. Um, unless you're Joe Rogan or somebody with that kind of a name, or Bill Maher, um, yeah, but if you like to talk about a certain thing and you want to share it with other people, hit up Podcast Your Voice. Yeah. We're here it's to help. Podcastyourvoice.com, correct, Matt? Correct. Podcastyourvoice.com, Podcast Your Voice. Um, we're we're here to help you get your voice out there. there Honestly, you go. there's a lot that goes into podcasting, a lot of things that we don't mm -hmm. think about. Mm -hmm. Because yes, a lot of folks will say, I, I want to start a podcast and get sponsorship. 
but there are steps that you need to take to get yourself to yes. that point, and it's not overnight unless you are that celebrity that you give a lot of followers. But, well, sure, if you have a built-in base of fans, right. like a celebrity or a well-known name, right? That, money, yeah. money, and podcasting comes from sponsorships. Yes, and you won't get a sponsor unless you have so many downloads in a week. So, or, so put it this happened. way: we've been doing this podcast for over two years now, right. and I've had two inquiry inquiries for sponsorships. Right. They came to you, which they is came great. To me, which is great. Um, However, you know, the, 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 you know, and again, <laughs> that that's great. But neither of these sponsors really. I won't say they won't fit, I, but but we're still talking to one. Sure. So sure, 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 we'll sure. see. They may not fit into the dynamic of the Motor City. Right. Hypnotist, yes. Right. Like I, I'm, I'm not going to promote. Um, I don't know, car batteries or something. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I could. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying we want something that's kind of going to fit in with our theme and, and mental health and right. self-help and some something that could kind of go along with that. That's the whole idea of a sponsor. I've been I've been seeking out a sponsor for the Man Cave. Yes. Man Cave Happy Hour. Well, and you think there'd be tons of things. I mean, spirits, cigars. Um, well, here's the thing with the Man Cave. Yeah. We, we don't want to segregate out just one thing. We want to include everybody. Whiskey, cigar, spirits, the and the stories behind them. Mm-hmm. We're going through that whole sponsorship uh, pains of finding a company that actually builds bars in a basement or the oh, bar stools for that, that and help mm-hmm. them you know sponsor their you know talk about their company and what they sure. do so that's where that's the mentality that's how di- that's how deep you want to dive into sponsorships right. you know yeah. what makes sense yeah yep. absolutely so anyway yeah if you want to do a podcast uh podcastervoice.com check it out so let me tell you folks where you can find me my website is motorcityhypnotist.com mm-hmm on there, you'll find all kinds of good stuff. Uh, social media, Facebook and YouTube are both Motor City Hypnotist. And on Twitter, Instagram, and the Snapchat thing, um, Motor City Hypno, mm. H-Y-P-N-O. Mm. And as we do every episode, and, and I repeat this probably hundreds of times by now, but Free Hypnosis Guide, the link is always in the show notes. Grab it. You know, no reason not to have it. Just have it, you know. <laughs> If somebody ever just you run into somebody, at least you can talk about it. You'll have some basic understanding of it, <laughs> how it bit. works. Hopefully. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like like the next time somebody comes up to you and says, uh, hypnosis, it's mind control. Then you can say, Oh, I have a hypnosis guide I just downloaded. It's not <laughs> mind control. Well, help me understand why you think that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I told you, Matt. Let me back up. I you know, I, I just got summer fair season just ended and I had a run of fairs that I did, but uh, I was up in West Branch, Michigan, Ogemaw County Fair, and I had a kid come up to me, maybe 12, 13. Okay. You know, and it was before my show. I was just sitting in the back. Did I tell you the story? I think you did. I think you did. And, but um, go on. Go on. So, so he comes up to me and goes, hey, are you the hypnotist guy? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, I, you know, I, I was watching last night from out, you know, because I did like five nights, five, five days of shows, uh, two that's, shows a day. That's a lot. So the kid said, my mom says that... Uh, hypnosis is evil and i'm like evil hmm. is and, it like the fruits of the devil well well and, and, and he said yeah my mom's my mom said it's not christian because it's 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 evil and it's mind they're mess people you're messing with people's minds hmm. so i gently you know the, the kid's 12 i'm not gonna you know right you know <laughs> he's got a crazy mom whatever <laughs> What I mean, I'm just saying. Football is the devil. <laughs> he have a brain like a 
Mama don't like it when I play the so football. So anyway, I, I just, you know, I explained to him, hey, it's not really. It's just a, it's just a process of relaxation. That's all it is. Right. And you yeah. choose what to accept or reject whatever I tell you, you know. Right. So I... So anyway, your hypnosis guide will help you out when there you, you have go. that conversation sometime. Foosball's you know? the devil. And, 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 <laughs> and, and, that foosball. <laughs> oh, great Odin's raven. So yeah, pick up your free hypnosis guide. That'll be great. Thank you. Yeah, and enjoy that. You'll be great. All right, so it's Monday night. Where are we, do, what are we doing? We're what are we doing? Do winner of the week. How winning is done. Yes, it is. All right. So we got a good winner. And I, I know not everyone out there are sports fans, but but this deserves a mention. Um, the, the, the date that we're recording this is actually September 26th. Mm-hmm. What was the major sporting event this week that occurred? Matt, you probably know. Uh, I was busy this weekend, but I do know that somebody may have hit a home run. Yes. Number 700. That's it. Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols hit home run 700. That's crazy. Actually, he hit is six, he in his 80s yet? Yeah, or, he's old. Yeah. I know. He's in fact, I, I, I just and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this, but but I was doing some reading on it because mm-hmm. up to the season, up to the All Star break, he had two home runs and was batting 188. What <laughs> damn? Like, that's like I, I yeah, mean, just not. That's going off the deep but, end. But again, he's he's older in his career, and we can look at you know we're here in the Detroit area, and I'm sorry on the baseball tangent for all you non sports fans, but you know we have we have one of the greatest players in history on our team, Miguel Cabrera. But I was going to say 40, Brandon, I was going to say Brandon Inge, but. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go way back in time and just say, oh, remember Phil Mankowski? Man, wasn't he Jesus. great? <laughs> so anyway. You know, Miggy's at the end of his career. He's not as productive. I mean, age is catching up with a lot of these athletes, especially right. after you're 40, unless you're Tom Brady. But um, <laughs> well, And maybe there. this year. I don't know. It don't. might be catching up. Anyway, Albert Pujols hit 699 and 700 in one game, and he is fourth all time. So I'm, I'm not going to let you cheat, Matt. Who are the three that are ahead of him? Oh, gosh. Um, For career home runs. Career home runs. Okay, let me think. I'm going to go Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds is number one, 762. Hank Azaria. I mean, Hank <laughs> Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron is second, 755. Oh, gosh. There's two more. Um, well, one more because Pujols is now oh, fourth. Oh, shoot. Uh, I can't think of it. Who is it? The Babe. Oh, Babe Ruth. Yep, Duh. 714. Okay. So... Realistically, if Pujols plays again next year, because there was some talk about him retiring this third year, all time. he could he could he could feasibly pass Babe Ruth. But wow, I, I, it's just amazing. Seven hundred home runs in a career is 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 that's huge, it's crazy. Yeah. Here's the other offshoot of this. Um, there's a great major league player that retired at six ninety six. <laughs> it was a rod. A rod. <laughs> Yeah, Alex Rodriguez. A Rod. You mean he's on Shark Tank now? Why? I, I, but but you're four home runs away. Play for a month. You know and then what? Retire. You know what? I don't know. Six fifty six is is pretty good. Ninety six. Six ninety six. Oh, yeah. Still, whatever. Yeah. But I, I, but, but I, I went with me, the number of women that he was with. But so. <laughs> but six ninety six is a great number to retire with. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> so, but even so, I don't know. I, I just feel like I play for a few more weeks, hit four more home runs and be at 700. I don't know. Yeah, That's just yeah. me. So anyway, Albert Pujols, 
great athlete. Again, I'm not a big, honestly, I'm not a big Cardinals fan. I'm not a big Pujols fan, but it's impressive. Yes. You've got to give him credit. Yeah. And, and I don't keep up with National League all that much either. So, but anyway. <laughs> there you go. Albert Pujols. Winner of the week. How winning is done. Mm-hmm. No, thank you for that. So, back to it. So we're talking today, folks, about weight management. All right. So weight keeps finding me, and I'm trying to manage uh, it. You're trying to, to I'm run trying away to ma- from it. I'm trying to manage it so it doesn't catch up with me, but right. it keeps finding me. So help me understand. So, this. so the reason the reason I kind of decided to, to do this as a, as a topic today is I've had over the past I'm going to say three weeks probably five or six people come in for hypnosis for either specifically weight management or eating habits to, okay. to, to cut back on certain types of foods. Like Going into this time of I, year. I just had a client last week that just wants to cut back on, on sweets and sugars because mm-hmm. she, she acknowledged. She goes, I, I will eat, I'll, I'll have a bag of candy in my bedroom. Right. And I'll, it'll just, it's a compulsive thing. It's a habit. Mm-hmm. So we've talked so many times on the show about habits, especially why hypnosis is so good at, at uh, rewiring these, these bad habits or wiring good habits. So, so let's talk a little bit just about the, the issue. And, and Matt and I were just laughing before the show because I don't know if anybody's following golf, but um, <laughs> um, the President's Cup was, was this past weekend. And there was one uh, notable fan who stood out among the rest. And those of you who know what I'm talking about. The non-winner of there, the week. There, there, was, yes. there, was a, there was a pretty big fella with the shirt up and his stomach hanging out. Yeah. Right, right on the rope. Um, uh, the the one picture has one of the golfers kneeling down in mm-hmm. front of him, guys uh, looking at a Dude, shot it, or lining it up. His belly is and hanging over it's, his it's, his uh, unmentionables. Yes, I, I mean it's a huge dude, yeah. and it's like what really? Yeah. I, and and I'm not so so. Here's the thing: I'm not criticizing the guy for being big because no. a lot of people struggle with that. Time and but a place. Time to, to have and a your place. shirt pulled up and letting that that big gut just hang out, right? I'll tell you what, know. though, it's, uh, your your comment about it was he hasn't seen his balls in yeah, years. He's, yeah, he's in the wrong sport for golf. He'll never find his balls. <laughs> it's just, come on. But, <gasps> oh, great. Odin's yeah. raving. As a middle-aged man, you know, you see our younger generation, you just want to say, hey, pull your pants up. But, well, I mean, just, but present, then, but just be presentable. And, and the, I have a... Um, my my good buddy Richard Barker. He's he's from England. He okay. was born in England. He's been living here for quite a while. Okay, and, uh, is it Barker? We we talk all the time. Yeah, I can't do an English accent to save my life, Richard right. Barker. But um, I, we talk all the time. I'm like, I, and and I'm sorry, Americans, but th- th- we're slobs here. I mean, th- they're. That this we we are the most obese nation in the world, and, and there are reasons for this. And I'm not putting blame, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you some statistics and, and tell that's you the why. Thing about weight management, because we are we're, people are coming at us mm-hmm. all the time. Do this, eat yep. this, Mickey yep. D's, Burger yep. King. Everything all is coming so at us. convenient. Yes, and and I'm going to tell you a lot of other things that 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 you probably when I when I say it, you're not going to be surprised. But I think it's important to go over these. So go on. Um, these are statistics from the CDC. The prevalence of obesity in the United States in 2018, and that was probably the last time they did a major study, was 
40... Almost half of the population are considered obese. Wow. Yep. Not overweight, just obese. Obese. Yep. From 99 to 2018, the prevalence of obesity increased from 305 to 42.4%. So that was pre pandemic. 12, 13% increase in just 10 years, less than 10 years. That's pre pandemic levels, yeah, man. This is pre pandemic, yes. Uh huh. Um, obesity related conditions, including heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, and certain types of cancer are, of course, the leading causes of preventable and premature death. Of course. I mean, again, just with heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's just... I haven't... And, and when I say these things, you're probably not surprised by them, right. which which is kind of the point of this. It's like half, half the population, almost half the population mm-hmm. has a goal to go for the trifecta. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, come on. Mm-hmm. The estimated annual medical cost of obesity in the United States was $147 billion in 2018. Repeat that. The estimated annual medical cost of obesity in the United States was 1.47, no, 147. I'm I'm saying, I said it wrong, I think, the first time. $147 billion in 2018. So, Dave, let me ask you the question. How's ex- how expensive is your medical coverage? Well, it is. I mean, for uh, for me for a family of 3, um and because I'm a be- also because I I'm a, I'm self-employed, well, which adds course. to it. It does. Uh so I don't have a company paying or offsetting costs, but for a family of 3 per month, it's right at like $1400. See, I just, you know, because I started a new job, right? Mm-hmm. And I just enrolled in for medical benefits and what have right. you. Yeah, I'm looking at almost $1000 just mm-hmm. for myself and my two children a month. Let me add to that. It's 1400 for a family of 3 per month. All of us have a $3000 deductible though. Right. I'm at 35, 2500 yeah. deductible because yeah. it's all in network. Right. PPOs are amazing. No, PPOs are great because you get to pick whoever you want. But again, add the deductible to that. And oftentimes in people with, so you're paying $1,400 a month and you have to pay another $3,000 before any of your costs starts getting covered. Right. So it's it's super expensive. But within that program, whatever, whichever one you have, Mm -hmm. there are programs within there to help you with weight management. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and here's the whole, the whole idea is that, well, and, and. I can say this. I, I don't, you know, I don't think the health industry is going to come and shut us down, mm. the health care industry. But health health insurance companies are there to make money. That's what they're there for. They mm. don't care. Yeah. They do offer programs. I'll give them that. Because they, there's they, a they, because they, there's 147, because there's 147 billion, billion dollars to be made. Right. And that's where the money's going. Believe me. Um, people for people who are considered obese, the the the, uh, the cost is per year is $1,429 higher than those of typical weight. Right. So again, if you, if you're if you're overweight or obese, you're paying more because mm-hmm. it's going to cost you more for the for your medical visits. Correct. So here's where here's now here's where it comes in where people think, "Okay, I need to do something." Americans average 1.4 diets per year. Which <laughs> means is there a average white American in there? Yeah, or? yeah, they 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 try a diet at least 1.4 times every year. So here's what I'm going to say, and I say this to clients all the time. Um, diets are not a bad thing, but here's the thing. Just the term diet 
insinuates that there's a beginning and an end. Right. That you're going to start on a diet, you're going to end your diet. Hopefully during that term, however long that is, you've reached what your goal is. The mm -hmm. problem is once that diet ends, you go back to what you're doing before. Right. It doesn't get you. It may get you somewhere in that short term or whatever term that diet was. Put the Twizzlers down. But the whole thing is, is that unless you make permanent changes, diets are just going to just going to fluctuate your weight. That's all they're going to do. Mm -hmm. So let's get into reasons that people are obese. And one of the big reasons is that a lot of times people are compulsive eaters. They don't eat because they're hungry. They eat because they're compelled to eat because it's it's turned into a habit. It's something that you just normally do. Now, that can be related to a lot of things that we're going to get into in a little bit. Um, but let me ask you some questions, and you can you can determine whether or not you're a compulsive eater. All right. Do you crave food at certain times of the day or night that aren't connected to mealtimes? Um, that answer is yes, because yes. everybody has cravings. Yep. As I as I throw a Twizzler at yeah, you. Yeah, yes. Everybody has cravings. Yep. It depends on how what your willpower is when it comes to those cravings, yeah? It could. That could that could be that. Uh, the, my point I'm making is if you crave, let's say that your normal meal time is 6 or 7, mm -hmm. 5, 6, 7, dinner time, and then all of a sudden at 10 o'clock you're craving a big bucket of chips. <laughs> I mean, yes, you're craving that, but, but you've, built, you've built in this habit. Your body has... has has you developed this habit with your body that that's what it wants at that time because it's used to having it at that time. Okay, so it's like any other addiction. Fair. You you've set your body up to crave it at that point okay. and at that time. So you're training your body to have cravings. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Now, honestly, at any point, I mean, somebody could put. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something I enjoy. You know, I don't know, like a Hershey bar in front of me. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't like go out of my way to get it, but if it's there, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that tastes good. What, I'll eat it. My Achilles heel. I have yeah. two of them because I have yeah. two feet, right? <laughs> <laughs> One is Twizzlers. Twizzlers, yep, yeah, which we have right here, and Mr. Good Bars. If mm. I see him, if I see that little yellow package of Mr. Good Bar, I am all over it. What? See, you you probably did well at Halloween because everybody threw away the Mr. Good Bars oh, to keep all the other tiny There's ones. There's a reason why I like because Mr. Good Bars. everybody wanted the Crackle, not the Mr. Good Bars. <laughs> One, Crackle was in a red wrapper, which always makes it better. And Mr. Good Bar was in a yellow wrapper, which sucks. <laughs> oh, Mr. Good Bar's my favorite. <laughs> I ain't listening to you no more. Uh, yeah. So, well, yeah, so... Do you yeah. crave food at certain times of day or night not connected to mealtimes? Here's a big one. Do you have feelings of guilt or remorse after overeating? Uh, well, after overeating. So mm -hmm. that's a specific. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to moderate overeating or eating things that you know aren't good for you. Okay. Thank you so for that. Unhealthy eating. All right. Let's say that. Because Thanksgiving, you overeat. Oh, absolutely. And, and then and you again, fall asleep. That, that's a holiday. That's that, that. This is such an American thing, too. Going back to the difference with America, right? It's it's this American thing that let's have a feast and eat until we can't breathe, and uh, you know, just sit back and unbuckle our pants and fall <laughs> Let asleep. Let the trip to fan well, kick when in. the lions lose. You know, back to, back to the lions, of course. There we go. Uh -huh. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> no, don't shut me up. No, but back to the you know back to overeating yeah. of things that are not good for you. So, at what point do you do you stop 
overeating what's not good for you. You can still enjoy it in moderation. Well, that's the key word, Matt, moderation. And and we're going to get to that. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Yes. Do you often eat out of boredom? Ooh. Are, are, do you eat because you're bored and there's nothing else to do? Here, here's a here's one, and and I know this sounds very, I don't know, I this don't, none of this is is meant to be judgmental, but these are facts that we have to look at. And, I just and read the I bring question this up with clients. Do you look forward to eating alone or in secret? Mm, mm-hmm, now I've had mm-hmm, clients, mm-hmm. I've had clients tell me, they will eat late at night when their spouse goes to bed, or when the kids aren't around, or, you know, um, in their car when nobody else is with them. Do you know why? Because they they don't want they don't want to be judged. That's exactly what I was gonna. They yeah. don't want to be judged. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's uh oh boy okay oh someone got a message. Yep. I th- you know it's funny Matt that this computer is just for doing the show <laughs> and the only time a thing pops up is when it has to be like a, an update or something. Of course pops up. So uh, of course timing is everything. Yeah. It's yeah. Monday. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pe- people eat alone because they don't want to be judged. They don't want somebody to look at them and they and. And part of it, though, you have to look and say, this goes back to the guilt remorse thing. Sometimes they feel bad for eating this and they don't want people to see them. It's not just probably what they're eating, but it's how it's eating, how well, they're eating well, it, too. Well, that, too. <laughs> right. Um, th- this is a big one. Do you eat to manage worries or anxieties? That's a big one. Because mm-hmm. if you start getting stressed out or you're anxious about something, yep. do you go to food? Where does your head go? You know, does it go to that bag of chips? Does it go to that candy bar? Does it go to Twizzlers? Or yeah, whatever? and here's the thing: we have been trained from from childhood, and and I can tell you, I I distinctly remember when I was growing up, five, six, seven. You know, we would be at you know we'd be at house watching a a, a, a TV show on in the evening, and you know my mom would bring us a snack, right? And it was either ice cream. Or pop, chips, popcorn, popcorn, candy. Mm-hmm. She anytime she went out to the store, she would bring us back candy bars, ah. one for each of us, one for me, one for my brother. Fair. So, so it's even in childhood we're we're we're, we're rewarded with food, yeah, for being good or for a treat, and 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 that. And, or to and shut that, you up. So, so well, yeah, and and that and that 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 reward response is set up way early in life. So as we start to get older, that thing brings us comfort because it it connects us to right. what one parents used to give us, and that that again, there's an emotional connection yep. there I'll between t- food and and attention. I'll tell you what, the movie E.T. Yeah, I can't watch that movie without, without craving Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or when I watch, uh, and then your fi- and then your finger glows, right? <laughs> or if I ever watch Harold the Kumar, I just want a freaking White Castle. I, it, it, you know, it's. I mean, again, we're we're just, we're just trained to have that that yeah. emotional response to food. Uh-huh. Here's a question, and not everybody can can answer this, but have you ever received medical treatment for being overweight? Okay. And what? when I say medical treatment, have you ever had to, to again? We go back to the the other health issues: high blood pressure, mm-hmm. diabetic. Um, you know, uh, high cholesterol, Fair. things, things that that obesity are, are going to affect or, or cause. So the high cholesterol thing, that is very common in just about every person in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. So but that can be controlled yep. with a specific food diet. 
it can. And you, I say diet, but it's got to be a consistent sure. diet. Absolutely. Um, here's another question. This goes about when eating alone. Do you eat sense? Like if you're out with friends, do you change your eating habits mm, mm, when you're mm. in front of them? Mm, mm. Yep. And, I am who I am. And many people do. Many people will be like, I'm, I'm going to. I'm, this is I, I'm not going to eat what I usually eat when I'm in front of friends because yeah. I, again I don't want to be judged. Can I have three leaves of lettuce and <laughs> some tepid water, please? <laughs> tepid, <laughs> tepid water. What in blazes are you talking about? That's a great term, Matt. I have not used the word tepid in, in a long time. You're welcome. That's awesome. Um, and, and really, this is just a general question. Is your weight affecting the way you live? Does it prevent you from doing things? Right. You know, does it prevent your mobility? Does it prevent you from being physically active? Uh, does it prevent you from, from going out? Right. And maybe, maybe you're ashamed of your weight and you don't want to, you know, you won't go to the beach, let's say. Okay, so when we say overweight, people think overweight, they're thinking, you know, massive people. But right. you can be, like, in your mid-50s or your mid-40s, and you could be 30 pounds above what your body mass mm-hmm. should be, and you're considered to be overweight. You are, you're right. You're considered to be obese, uh-huh. and, I, and I don't know what the exact calculation is. I'll give you an example. Again, I'm self-employed, so... Mm-hmm. Um, um, a lot of times, and this is this is a, a while ago. I, I had to go get a private plan, but they had to do a medical exam. Of course. So I'm five foot ten right now. I'm like in the one eighty range. So lucky um, guy. I, I was at two oh nine at one point. Uh-huh. So, but this was during this time, and mm-hmm. uh, I was considered obese. Mm-hmm. My policy cost more, mm-hmm. and I and I could see it in my midsection, oh, yeah. but I was not this guy at at. Uh, Right. President's you Cup. could still see your golf yeah, balls. Yeah, I could I could still find my balls. Yes. Your, go- your golf that. balls. Yes. And you could still hit them straight. Great heavens. <laughs> what kind of radio show is this? It's crazy. It's crazy. So so yes, it, it if if your weight is affecting what you do and how you do things, that that that, that is another sign that um it, it's it's another that, sign that you're a compulsive eater. Yeah. And and that, that you're you're trying to hide something. So what we're going to do, folks, uh, we're going to come back in part two. I'm going to talk about triggers, and then I'm going to give you some specific things that you can do Okay. that will help you. Are we going to talk about ages of folks? And... We, we can. Yes, we are going to talk quickly about that, and I'm okay. going to give you some practical things that you can start to do today to help you make changes without just locking yourself in a, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, a, a, what, what they call fat farm okay. for, for a month. As, as a person who is considered to be overweight because, and not just exactly, but mm-hmm. I, I guess you could say pressure from life. Yeah. That is one of the biggest things that adds weight. And Ab- as you continue absolutely. to get better and change your thinking, you can, it'll shed off you. Oh, and, and just before we leave, and I promised this last week, we're, we're going to have a, a, a rescue pet of the show. Remember we talked about yes, this? Yes, we did. We who did. Is, who is it this week? So th- this week's rescue pet. Now, th- for those of you listening to audio, you're going to have to jump to my Facebook page and uh-huh. watch the replay to see the photo. Yep. Um, this week's rescue pet is Otto. And this is th- you can get this at the Detroit Rescue Shelter. Oh, nice. Otto's at the Detroit Rescue Shelter. Otto with an O or an Th- A? This, this is Otto. Aw. He's so cute. I yep. love the sweater. He's wearing a sweater. He is a uh, Shih Tzu mix. He's neutered male. He's only 14 pounds, and he's dog-friendly and kid-friendly. You know what happens when a bulldog and a Shih Tzu mate? 
You got a bullshit. You got it. <laughs> so anyway, this this is our rescue pet of the show, Otto. And I, again, if you're listening on audio, jump over to my Facebook, Motor City Hypnotist on Facebook, and you can see me holding up his photo. Um, so yeah, somebody rescue Otto, Detroit, uh, Detroit rescue, yep, Detroit dog rescue. Uh, he's there. He's waiting. He wants a home. Yay! He's so cute. I want to. I want to live with you. <laughs> So that's our rescue dog of the show. So anyway, folks, we'll be back with part two of weight management. Change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.